So let's switch gears and let's now talk about uh, components of basic atopic dermatitis care. And obviously there's an extraordinary amount to talk about, uh, you know, best practices with respect to topical therapy in general in dermatology, in particular in atopic dermatitis, but we're gonna focus in on a few key concepts as it pertains to atopic dermatitis. The so one, moisturizers, emollients in general, very important aspect of topical therapy for this disease. We recommend early and often use of moisturizers. And ideally, we'd like to find moisturizers that are inexpensive, right? We don't want to have something that's going to cause massive financial burden for patients. We want something that's going to be pretty clean from an ingredient standpoint. And clean doesn't mean all natural. In fact, sometimes it means not all natural. It means going synthetic. Things that don't have additives, fragrances, perfumes, or other sensitizers, which I should point out, many of which are often naturally sourced ingredients. Um, from a bathing perspective, such an important issue to address with our patients with atopic dermatitis. Um, ideally, we recommend that patients put on their moisturizer or topical medications after the bath that will help to seal in the moisture uh, that they get during the bath, use of fragrance-free hypoallergenic uh, preferably non-soap cleansers, non-detergent cleansers that will have a neutral or low pH would be all good properties to look for for things that are not going to aggravate the underlying atopic dermatitis. Uh, there's some controversy here, but bleach baths uh, are uh, considered an option for those with moderate or severe atopic dermatitis, particularly amongst those who have signs of secondary bacterial infection. But they don't really work all that well based on the evidence, but they are an option to use in some patients. Now, topical moisturizers, um, you know, they work and they have a number of important properties uh, in patients with atopic dermatitis. One, they can increase skin hydration. Um, they actually may have direct antipyritic effects. Certainly that's true for any moisturizer, but now there are so many different moisturizers that will have uh, over-the-counter uh, ingredients that are meant to be antipyritic. Uh, they may have ability to reduce the erythema and other signs of inflammation and uh, decrease fissuring. Uh, they are incredibly important in patients who have cracks in the skin and fissures in the skin because they're so painful when they have those open sores and open cracks. Putting on the moisturizer just allows them sometimes to even just move around uh, and not aggravate and split those cracks open and feel more pain. Uh, and of course, also will have a steroid sparing effect that by using these non-medicated approaches more regularly, patients can often decrease the use of topical corticosteroids. So not only impacts on barrier, but also many improvements with respect to inflammation as well. Now, topical corticosteroids are considered to be the mainstay of, of uh, therapy uh, in terms of medicated approaches that we use, whether it's in adults or children. And when patients have an inadequate response to you know, uh, over-the-counter therapies alone, we would then stop up to topical steroids as the next step. And uh, they're typically recommended for patients who've already had tried that basic skincare approach. When we think about this concept of step-up to therapy or step-up approach to therapy that's used in the atopic dermatitis yardstick or used by in the European guidelines, in truth, we don't necessarily have to step through those rig you know, rigidly uh, we can often start patients concomitantly on moisturizers as well as topical corticosteroids. And the recommendations for use um, are typically more for this reactive therapy or treating acutely flares. 
and that would be putting on the topical steroids one to two times a day uh, for uh, treating an active flare, but they can also be used proactively or for maintenance therapy between flares where patients can put it on one to two times a week, sometimes even up to three times a week between flares on clear skin to prevent the next round of flares from happening. 